everyone, and welcome back to One Control Report Podcast. This is episode 17, and I am Benjamin Yoder, here to talk to you today about video games, as usual. Um, this episode is going to be a little different, uh, because I went to GameStop Expo. It was here in town, and so I um, decided to go, and there's quite a few games there to check out. I was actually pretty surprised. Uh, on the website for GameStop Expo, there wasn't a ton of publishers listed, at least not like any main name publishers or anything like that but uh pretty much most of the major players were there um showing off stuff so i'm gonna just go ahead and kind of jump into it and uh talk about some games um yeah it's gonna be pretty short though i don't i'm i don't have a ton of impressions about these games to be honest there may be some i spend more time on but we'll see uh but we're just gonna go through the list of stuff i played uh, so, actually, the first thing I ended up playing was Shadow of Mordor 2. Uh, I forget the actual name is now that I think about it. <laughs> um, but anyways, it's a, uh, sequel to the, uh, Shadow of Mordor game that came out in, like, 2014, I think? Something along those lines? Um, I never played that original game, so this was kind of my first experience with that, uh, with that franchise. Um, but it was kind of a lot of take in during the demo. They kind of throw you in on this ground, and there's like a bunch of missions in front of you. Um, and you can just kind of start and accept any mission and then go into this like big castle and try to, uh, do the mission in there. They have the overworld open as well. You can kind of run around. Uh, there's actually a really nice run feature in that game. It's like a very quick dash that you do, uh, that helps you kind of get around the overworld. I'm not sure if there's any mounts in that game, but this thing seems to possibly replace some sort of mount or something that would help you move around the environment easier. Um... It's pretty much just a third-person action game, uh, and my biggest biggest issue I had actually during the demo was that um, it uses that like light auto lock-on feature. I had this problem in like near Automata as well, where it's like even if you're not locked on to someone, if you attack, your character will magnetize to an enemy, and so I had to like break these dogs out of this cage, and I was trying to break the chain on this cage, but there's like a monster behind me. And the character would just turn around every time I try to hit the monster. And I'm like, I just want to break the chain and leave. <laughs> like, I don't want to fight this monster or whatever. But, but yeah, it seemed okay. Um, I probably won't pick it up or anything for the future. Um, so, yeah. I also played a little bit of Cuphead. Um, but not <laughs> a very small amount. Pretty much went to the tutorial, went to the first screen, and died. Apparently the demo was pretty popular. So once you died, they're just like, okay, get off... <laughs> Get off the demo, so I waited for like 15 minutes to to do like a, a one minute demo. Um, at least for these first two, I'm, I'm a little negative about them, so sorry about that, but I actually had some like... So when you kill enemies in that game, it like creates this big like fireworks kind of puff of smoke, and uh, it just like covered a big chunk of the screen, and I was surprised because like I could not tell what was happening as these enemies were dying. Um, so maybe that plays into a part of the game of having to, like, you know, manage how you kill, kill enemies to make sure, you know, you you keep an eye on what's going on. I'm not sure if that's really intended or not, and I didn't really get enough time to really say if it was or not. Um, Far Cry 5, I don't really have anything to say about, um, you could choose your partner, and I picked a dog, and the dog ran around and bit people. Actually, I had, uh, a time where I had the dog go and, like, latch on to someone, and when he latched onto them, the person, like, flew off, like, 30 feet into the distance. And I was like, yep, this is about right for an open world game. <laughs> so, uh, I played a bit of Knack 2. 
which is just straight up a beat em up, it looks like. And as far as I can tell, nothing's really been changed since the first game, other than it being co-op. I could be wrong. I never played the first one, but from what I saw, it seemed like a very straightforward, kind of like mash the button to get through waves of enemies, and then like some light platforming. Um, this seemed to be more of that. I'm kind of surprised considering, you know, the reception for the first game was pretty mediocre. Um, the level design was just like these copy and pasted rooms and obstacles that are kind of repeated over and over and over again with no real additional challenge layered on top of them outside of at the end. I think there's like a big kind of like battle royale arena that you fought a bunch of enemies in. Um, but the, um, visually it still looks pretty good. I just don't. I still don't understand why they're making this game, <laughs> and like nothing about what they showed, like, convinced me otherwise at this demo. Uh, Yakuza Kimwami, Kimwami, I misspelled it right here. I'm pretty sure, so I'm gonna guess Kimwami. Um, so I actually played the original Yakuza on the PlayStation Two quite a while ago, um, and I can't remember a. T- too much. Um, I actually have an article that's laying around that I never published, so maybe I'll I'll look at that and try touching that up at some point uh, if it's in decent enough con- condition that I can kind of like rework it um, and just kind of put it out there. Like these are my thoughts from when I played the game. Um, I don't remember uh, the specifics of the game, but there was some stuff that really stood out to me. Uh, There's like these four different battle stances that you could choose in this remake version. Um, essentially you can like switch between them, um, using the D pad. And I'm not sure if the demo person really knew what he was talking about, but he basically was saying, use this, use this power to hit this, uh, person while they're glowing this color, uh, to help like stop them regenerating health, which seemed maybe true, but it didn't really seem to do any differently when I was or wasn't using the power of their color. So I'm not sure. (laughs) And I was asking him some questions about the demo, and he's just like, ah, I don't know. Like, asking what was new in the game, he's like, ah, I don't really know. <laughs> so I was like, oh, okay. Um, so, yeah, it seems like a, a nice remake, and probably, probably the best way to play that if you come around, like, actually decide to jump into the series now. Um, I mean, at least visually, it looks like the best. And it looks like they're just adding extra content. The Majima Everywhere mode seems kind of cool. Um, there's this character named Majima. And I think in the first game on the PlayStation 2, um, he really doesn't show up in the story all that much. Uh, I think he's in uh, a few boss fights, maybe one boss fight here or there. But in this one, they have like a Majima Everywhere mode where Majima's just around, like challenging you to fights all the time and stuff. So, uh,. That was that was uh, a fun demo. I, I spent quite a bit of time on it, um, and then I also uh, I did a fight with Majima, which for some reason it was he had like five hundred life bars. <laughs> it was ridiculous, and I had to like blow through all of them. Um, but uh, I also played the Mezu King Rock Paper Scissors game in the arcade. I don't know if this was a part of the original game either. It's like these ladies in bikinis dressed up as like beetles uh wrestling in a ring and you choose <laughs> rock paper scissors to decide who you're gonna go or like what what move you're going to do and you like depending on what you chose you know obviously you win one way lose the other way and then you have like a health bar that goes up and down so i think it's essentially best two out of three based on how much the health bar takes damage but i don't know maybe there's some more depth there where you can do more or less damage depending on what uh, hand stance thing you choose, but Kiwami seems pretty cool. Um, yeah, 
I I would love to play more Yakuza. I have Yakuza 2 on the PlayStation 2 um, that I need to play through still. So This is kind of all over the place. I just kind of threw these um um threw these in as I as I was looking as I was remembering them. Uh, Mario Odyssey I played. Uh, that's uh it's interesting cuz it's like an open world design and I felt like it's almost directionless in a way that I feel like Mario 64 and Super Mario Sunshine wasn't. I feel like those games kind of gave you an idea of where you're going, but this game was just kind of like, eh, just go find some moons or something. I don't know. <laughs> um, so maybe in the full game there's more direction, but uh, in the demo it was like, uh, you played New Donk City and then the like a desert level. Um, and New Donk City was, City was really dense, um, and so you can kind of just go around and explore the environment and, like, find nooks and crannies with these moons in them and stuff and, like, coins that you can use to buy special clothes. Um, and it was, it was pretty cool. I liked it. Mario feels really heavy for some reason. Anyway, everyone's like, oh, ho, ho, he's fat, that's why, but, uh, I don't know, it's, it's interesting. Maybe just because it's been so long since we had kind of, like, a, a normal gravity Mario, you know, Galaxy's been, you know, super floaty and things like that. Um... That seems pretty cool. The desert level, I had some trouble, like, kind of figuring out what the extent of my abilities were. There were some areas that you needed to kind of go over to, but when I used the bullet bill, I could only fly so far. <laughs> Excuse me. <coughs> Excuse me. I could only fly so far. And, uh, so you just, like, could blow up and then die in, like, the quicksand or whatever on the ground. It, it was kind of weird. I wasn't quite sure. Um, but yeah, it seems really fun. I, I plan to pick that game up. Uh, it seems to kind of fit the Mario world well and tries to do quite a bit different. Um, but hopefully it's not too directionless. I, I, I'm having issues with a lot of games where it's like, I feel like they're like, oh, go do the thing you want to do. And I'm like, I just, sometimes I just want to play through a story mode and, and do stuff. But I mean, Mario's always been pretty open-ended to some extent. Uh, but Galaxy was definitely much more linear. So hey, you know it's been it's been long enough. You know it's probably good to go ahead and do an open world one at this point, even if it's not like a big open world. But you know, one without like as much as like oh you're gonna go from this planet to this planet to this planet or something. Um, Fire Emblem Warriors is a Warriors game. I don't know if I need to say any more than that. It's a Warriors game. There's a lot of guys and you kill them all. Over and over and over again. And it looks nice. It visually looks pretty nice. Um, and I'll say as someone who hasn't played more recent 3DS Fire Emblems, I have no idea who any of those characters are. So it didn't really um, do much for me. It seemed fine. I don't know. I play, I, I smacked some things around for a while. I was like, yep, yeah, this is this. It's been a while since I've played one of those. I played last one I played was like Dynasty Warriors 4 on the PlayStation 2. So I probably should play one, a newer one eventually. But I don't think Fire Emblem Warriors is going to be that. Uh, if it is, if I do play one, it'll probably be like Hyrule Warriors or uh, Dragon Quest Heroes or um, Samurai Warriors Cantana, the Nintendo Wii. Which is probably a bad game, but I really want to check it out still because it's a sword fighting game on the Wii. And those are always really interesting in how they actually try to replicate the actions of a sword. Yeah. Uh, Pokemon Switch, I'm not really going to say anything about it. Just, it's the same game. As far as I can tell, it's the same game. It's a fighting game with Pokemon, which is cool. Um, I just never played it to get re really into it. So uh, I punched some things. I punched some Pokemon. That was cool. Uh, Wolfenstein 2. 
so the demo they were showing is actually the wheelchair demo. I'm guessing this was probably something they showed at E3 or something. Uh, but you're like rolling around in this wheelchair shooting a gun. And uh, at the first, I thought it was a pretty cool gimmick. Um, but uh, what you find is kind of mechanically, it doesn't really matter that much. Your controls are slightly different. But eh, it's still shooting things. And I like... Um, and I like the idea of being in a wheelchair. Maybe, maybe like a harder difficulty would matter more because I feel like in this in this demo, it's pretty much just kind of like roll up on people and start shooting them. Um, I do like this like limited health and stuff. It's not like a regenerating health, from what I can tell. Uh, also, BJ Blasquez is a papa. So, yep, he's a dad. He's a dad, almost dad. His lady person is pregnant, so maybe maybe he won't be a papa. Maybe she'll die, and the baby will go with her. And he won't be a papa. I don't know. Are you technically a father before a child is born? I'm not quite sure. I guess you. Uh, I guess people say I'm going to be. A, I'm going to be a father when they find out their child or their like lady is pregnant. So I guess you're not a father till it is actually alive. Well, outside of the body, at least. Um, yeah. Extinction. Um, Extinction was actually not a playable demo there. It was just one that we could sit down and watch. It's basically a third-person action game with like tower defense mechanics. I don't know if I'd call it tower defense mechanics. You're not really setting up any kind of defensive structure. You're basically just defending a town, um, from what the demo showed, at least. And you protect them from these giant orcs that are like huge. They're really, really big. Like You're the size of their toes. Uh, and so you protect the town from these orcs. Um... And you have to like sever their head to kill them. Otherwise, like you can you can like limp their body pieces off, and that will like restrict their movement and like make them drop to the ground and things like that. But uh, they'll regenerate that body parts, and then severing to or severing those parts from the orcs actually requires some energy. And sometimes you have to go like rescue town people to regain that energy. Uh, I'm not sure if like killing other like smaller orcs would uh, recover. It seemed okay. It's a uh, an Iron Galaxy title, or at least they're publishing it. Um, it seemed pretty reasonable. I don't think it's anything I'll ever play, but it was a pretty cool demo. Um, yeah. Uh, Battle Chasers? I believe that was called Battle Chasers. It says Chasters here, but again, I think this is a typo because my fingers are... I'm terrible at typing on a phone. And it was a, 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 like a turn-based dungeon crawler by THQ Nordic. Um, and I tried to sit down and play that game, and it was super slow. And I asked the person that did, I was like, can you move any faster? And he's like, no, you cannot. It's so slow. It took forever to do anything. I was like, oh my gosh, I feel like I'm missing something. I found that like a lot of these demos, the person there wasn't exactly 100% sure what was going on. Um, so maybe I did miss something, but I don't know. It was super slow and I, I just didn't enjoy it. It looked visually looked interesting, like good. It reminded me of like a... Um, uh, like a 360 era kind of like XBLA uh, cell shaded cartoony budget style kind of thing. <laughs> that that's a very long descriptor for like it's kind of it's kind of cartoony and bulky and squarey in a way. That's interesting. Square squarish, like not square the company, but <laughs> but squares <laughs> like 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 bulky sharp corners. There we go. Words. 
I know words. Hey, let's slap wrap back around to Yakuza 6. Um, and I didn't get to spend much time with it. It was actually at the very end of the show. Um, but because I had already, like, spent some time beating up people in Kimwami and stuff, uh, I, I kind of took the Yakuza 6 demo to just kind of walk around and just, like, check out town. And uh, I sometimes forget how much detail are in those games. Like, I think of... I think of like like Shenmue, and in Shenmue you can go around, and you can like look inside of buildings, pick stuff up, like sit there and like look around those objects, and it, it's kind of crazy how much detail there is and like what they let you do in that game. Uh, but um, and Yakuza is definitely not that, but uh, you can like walk into these little stores and stuff, and there's just a lot going on. I think there's one thing I did was like actually like tr- had people chase me into a convenience store to fight, which is pretty cool. I'm not sure if that's something that's been in the series a long time or not, but. I enjoyed it. Um, also, the drink meter is fantastic. You can like buy a coffee and then like walk around with it in your hand, and you can press the button to drink it. And as you do that, like the meter drops down to show like how much is left in the co- the coffee cup. It's it's pretty silly. Uh, I would again, I would love to get back into Yakuza. There's just so many games at this point. Um, Mario and Rabbits. Uh, I mean, this one's obviously out now, I believe. Um, so maybe I shouldn't spend too much time on it, but I thought it was, I thought it was the movement options were really interesting. Like being able to like dash into enemies. Cause like, it's like an XCOM style, like strategy RPG with Mario and rabbit characters. And so you could like move these characters around this map. And then when you click on an, like an enemy, you'll dash into them and like do damage. Um, but if you click on an ally, they'll actually pick you up and throw you to another location so you can get further, um, further movement by, you know, hitting someone that's like the end of your movement space and then throwing them even further. Uh, it seemed pretty cool. It looked a little simple at the start, at the start, but maybe it gets better towards the end or like later in the game. Um, the rabid humor seems a little overbearing at times, but, um, I don't know. I mean, if you like rabbit humor, then there you go. <laughs> like, that's cool. But uh, it's just a lot of the points where the rabbit is like, look at this rabbit doing something dumb. That's funny, right? And I'm like, uh, I guess. I guess so. Whoopo is a game I never heard of. Apparently it came out in 2016. I'm going to cough real quick. <laughs> <clears throat> Sorry, I'm still trying to get over my the last of my sickness. Um, So Whoopo is like this little, like, twin stick shooter platformer thing you're like this little white guy like a little white blob thing and you just like shoot these little colored blobs at other things it's pretty cute and you like put hats on your character and those hats seem to do something when you like equip them like i put a bird on my head and the bird helped me when i fell off a cliff and things like that but um it's one of those games where like the people at the booth weren't super helpful um, they didn't really know a ton about the game, it felt like, so I was just like, uh, I have these hats, and I can't tell what they're doing right now, but it seems like they have some kind of purpose. He was saying they're just cosmetic, but they take away your ability to shoot, too, and, and then, again, like I said, with the bird on my hat, uh, it did something, so I have a feeling those hats actually do something. They just didn't know what it did, uh, but apparently it was there because it's coming out on, uh, PS4 and Xbox One. Um, I asked about a Switch version, and they seemed a little wishy-washy on that. Um, but they seem, sound like it might happen. Um, <laughs> Sword Art Online Fatal Bullet. Um, so, so Sword Art Online Fatal Bullet. Um, this is a normal show. I might have talked about this game anyways. Uh, it looks kind of neat because it's like a shooter. So, so this game called Freedom Wars, it came out for the PlayStation Vita, and it's like a Monster Hunter-like, 
where you can like use guns and melee weapons to fight these big like monster robot things and you also have a grapple hook that let you grapple on the areas and freedom wars is a really cool game even it has problems um but it did not sell well and so <laughs> so there's will probably never be a freedom wars 2 but some of the team who worked on freedom wars 2 is working on sort of online fatal bullet and it's got like the same grapple mechanic kind of thing or at least a similar grapple mechanic kind of thing uh it's also a game that focuses on guns and melee weapons um this demo was really rough so the game's coming out next year so maybe next year it'll turn around but oh man the frame rate was terrible there was like no impact to shooting guns i could barely tell i was even shooting a gun unless like a number was appearing to show i was hitting like hitting for damage uh the melee stuff is okay the grappling kind of works it's not it's like really janky at times and like it's very unclear what you can grapple onto and what you can't grapple onto I want that game to be good just because of the Freedom Wars connection. Um, and I, I kind of have a soft spot for Hollow Fragment because of how like, mess of a game that is. But that's also a completely different game compared to this. Um, I hope it comes together. I really do because I would love another game like Freedom Wars. So, But we'll see. Um, in addition, I also played Gundam Versus. Um... And this is another one of those like gotcha force kind of like uh, arena mech games where you you have like a handful of skills that have limited uses and you use those uses and then once you've used up all your limited uses your character has to like recharge those uses and it's all about like dashing around and strafing around your enemies and stuff and uh, when you die your 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 character or mech in this case has a certain cost and when you die that cost subtracts from your team's total so you can have a stronger mech but your when you die um, it will do a lot more damage to your team or you have a uh, you know a, a weaker mech but when you uh, die it does a lot less damage to your team um I, I find these kind of games really exciting. I wish I played more of them. I mean, like, I, th I think Dissidia kind of falls into it to some extent. Um, but um, they can also often feel, like, pretty claustrophobic and confusing, especially with how fast the movement... How fast and how, like, janky... Uh, maybe janky's not the word. It's, like, very immediate. Like, switching a camera is, like, a... It like whips to that other character. It's, it's not a... It's not a smooth transition, and there's just a lot of, like whipping around the camera and stuff um and i played gun cannon and i love gun cannon from the original gundam and i'm glad it's in there it's real dumb <laughs> you can throw boulders because gun cannon doesn't have enough weapons and there's one episode where gun cannon threw a boulder so they put that in the game for some reason um sonic forces um so sonic forces like as a whole looks kind of interesting because you have the old like create a character thing and you can like give them certain skills and specials um and so when i played i definitely wanted to play the the, the custom character and that's exactly what i did maybe it's just this character or maybe it's just in general the, the movement and like jumping and stuff didn't feel quite right sonic sonic always has kind of these weird like awkward jumping and movement mechanics but i don't know what it was about this one maybe just i needed more time with it to get kind of them them 
the moveset. It was like a Green Hill Zone kind of area, but it was completely 2D. I'd be interested to see more about the 3D stuff. I, I really think the Sonic games do best when they focus on like mixing up between 2D and 3D. The focus on 2D, to me, just kind of kills kills any kind of excitement I get out of those games. I mean, I obviously, people like the 2D ones. And I think like Sonic Mania, that's 2D, obviously, because that's like what... It's it's making that style of like sixteen bit game, you know, um, but it was cool to get like to choose your equipment, um, and you you have you know these 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 different items you can choose when you go on the stage. I, I I think I got like the electric whip or something, so I would whip around this whip and destroy a ton of enemies at once. Um, what I didn't like was that you have a secondary aspect to your weapon. But it's not available at all times. You actually have to get an item that lets you use it for one-time use. So this one has like a, a light dash kind of thing where you like dash between rings and enemies and stuff like that. And because it's limited use or really only one-time use until you find the next one, there's areas where you want to use it but you can't because you don't have it. So it, it just kind of... It's, it's like they're limiting you to only using it in specific places they want you to use it. So you, you as a player don't have the ability to kind of be, get creative with what those weapon skills are. And you can only bring one up at a time too. One weapon at a time. So you can't mix and match the gadgets, which I think is kind of a shame too. I I want I want Sonic Forces to be good, but it's probably... Yeah. Sonic Forces... Coming, coming out. Thanks, Sonic Team. It's probably it'll, it'll probably be okay. I'm I'm pretty okay with Sonic games usually. I think it's most of the people that aren't. Uh, I played a little bit of Dissidia Final Fantasy, the console version NT Dissidia Final Fantasy NT or something like that. Uh, and as a fan of Final Fantasy, I like the concept of Dissidia, but I never really put much time into it to really have a good concept of what's happening. <laughs> um, I bought it for PlayStation Vita a while ago. Um, and so I played one one round here, and the presentation looks really great. And you know, I like being able to play the different Final Fantasy characters over the years. I played Shantoto because Final Fantasy Eleven got to represent. I'm still in my Final Fantasy Eleven moves mood, so I'm there. I used Retribution with the staff. I know what Retribution is in Final Fantasy Eleven, so I use it in the game, and it kind of works like Retribution did in Final Fantasy Eleven. Not really, actually. It's actually, better than the Final Fantasy Eleven Retribution. Let's not get into details about that. Um, so I need more time to figure out what I'm doing with that game, but it looks fantastic, and and I can't imagine anything about that game being particularly offensive. If you you know, if you are a fan of Dissidia, you should also like Dissidia NT. Um, I just wish I had more experience to talk more, more knowledge would be about it, but, um, yeah, it's like a one quick demo and that's it. Um, Lost Sphere, which is Square Enix's, uh, kind of like classic RPG kind of thing, uh, from the team that made, uh, I Am Setsuna. This is pretty cool. Um, it's, it's a turn-based RPG, but it, uh, lets you move around the arena freely. So you can have a character with like these area-based attacks. And uh, when you select your attack, you can move the character around the entire arena uh, freely, and it'll just run around, and you can, like, put your cursor wherever you need it to be. Uh, it was pretty cool. Um, it's got a nice look to it. It is it is kind of like, like a mobile game to some extent, but I think, I think that kind of, like, low-poly look isn't necessarily a bad thing. It's not low-poly, but I don't know. It's, like, super deformed, and 
it looks pretty low budget in general, but it was it was fine. It was fun. I had a good time with it. Um, Nino Kuni two. Um, I think the first Nino Kuni is a turn based game, and this game's like an action game. Um, and I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if it's for the better or not. I, I never played the first one, so I don't know what that 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 turn based combat was like. But Nino Kuni 2's action system just kind of kind of like rough. It's very very kind of um, I don't know. Like nothing really flows well into each other, and it, it felt like everything was kind of like you kind of lock yourself down into like doing a move and it doesn't feel great as an action game. Uh, there are these like little spirits that are running around the level. Um, and you can like use them to summon, uh, spells or like certain traits, like bonus defense and things like that. Um, yeah, it's, um, I don't really know how to put it into words. It looks great. It looks fantastic. Um, but I probably won't play it. It just, it feel kind of eh. And then I, I like Ghibli, but I, I probably would just go watch one of the movies if I wanted to get into it. And I never played the first one. Metroid 2 remake. Uh, it felt like a Metroid game. Maybe the demo, um, showed some more unique aspects to it, but it, it felt like a Metroid game. I didn't really have anything in it to say otherwise. Um, but I did die mid-demo. I fell into like a poison lake and was like, oh, whoops. And that was the end of my demo. Rest in peace, Metroid Prime 2. Metroid 2. Metroid 2. Return of Samus Returns. Uh, and then I played some Monster Hunter World. And Monster Hunter World was interesting because you have these like... I haven't played Monster Hunter since Try. Um... But I believe this is the first time they have it. So these um, areas are all interconnected. You usually have like 13 different areas broken up. Um, I did get lost a few times. <laughs> uh, because it was like some of these areas are like multi-layered. But they don't really show well on the map. So it's like here's this monster in this spot. And then you go there and you're like there is no monster here. And you're like oh there's like a layer below me and a layer above me. And because I didn't really know the map layout. I didn't really know how to get around to the top or the bottom layer. So I just had some moments where it was like oh. But it was a monster hunter. Um, it was very convenient to be able to change the weapon like mid match and stuff. Um, I got like started with like some two handed sword and was like, nope, I just want to use my great sword or like a two dual swords is what I got started with. And then I, I switched over to the two handed sword because it's just like an easy weapon to kind of get into and use. It's got nice defensive options and offensive options. Um, and yeah, that's it. That's that's the the impressions I have for all of those games i know that was kind of a a quick run through all those but i also had probably more than 20 games on that list for a podcast that is only 20 minutes long so um gamestop expo was pretty cool uh it was it was there were not that many people with a lot of publishers there um there's very short lines most of the time and um i was surprised that there was a lot of stuff that hadn't been out yet there's some stuff that you know had been out already or coming out very soon but you know i was really surprised to see sort of online fatal bullet there and it probably should have been there, ga- gauging on that demo. <laughs> but but at the same time, Sword Art Online is not a series known for its quality in terms of the video games. It's known for being pretty okay and serviceable for what that series is. Um, so yeah, I guess that's it for this week. Um, we'll go back to a normal show next week, which probably makes more sense rather than me like, f- verbally 
trying to shoot through these demos as fast as possible will be like, I like this thing about this game that I played in this demo. <laughs> it's it's probably so narrow that uh, it's it's hard to get a ton out of, and um, you know, it's probably unless you know what these games are ahead of time. I, I realize that you know you're not going to get a ton out. Uh, listen to me here say those little like bits at a time so yep that's gonna be it for this week thank you guys for listening and you have a good week i'll see you next week bye